Hello, and welcome to the Quiet and Strong podcast, especially for introverts. I'm your host, David Hall, and the creator of QuietAndStrong.com. It's a weekly podcast dedicated to understanding the strengths and needs of introverts. Introversion is not something to fix, but to be embraced. Normally, we air each episode on Monday. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform. So I was talking to an introverted friend recently. She heard about the podcast, but she hadn't listened yet. She was interested. And as I was describing how the goal is to help introverts embrace their gifts and honor their needs, she said something like, well, don't we live in an extroverted world? Kind of like, what's the point? So I assured her that there are many strengths and gifts of introverts that we can learn to embrace if we haven't already. So hopefully she's listened to the show now. So do we live in an extroverted world? What do you think? I don't think so. I think we live in a world, a world of introverts and extroverts, and it's estimated to be about a 50-50 split. Amongst introverts and extroverts, there's a great diversity of personality types and gifts. I think we complement each other with our strengths. So why do people believe the world's extroverted? In Susan Cain's book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking, she terms it as the extrovert ideal. It's the extrovert ideal that people are trying to live up to. So Susan Cain writes, It makes sense that so many introverts hide even from themselves. We live with a value system that I call the extrovert ideal, the omnipresent belief that the ideal self is gregarious, alpha, and comfortable in the spotlight. The archetypal extrovert prefers action to contemplation, risk-taking to heed-taking, certainty to doubt. He favors quick decisions, even at the risk of being wrong. She works well in teams and socializes in groups. We like to think that we value individuality, but all too often we admire one type of individual, the kind who's comfortable putting himself out there. Sure, we allow technologically gifted loners who launch companies in garages to have any personality they please. But they are the exceptions, not the rule. Our tolerance extends mainly to those who get fabulously wealthy or hold the promise of doing so. End quote. So that's the extroverted ideal that many think that we're trying to live up to. So what do you think? Gregarious, alpha, comfortable in the spotlight? Do those describe you? As you know, I'm definitely an introvert. And I think you probably wouldn't describe me as gregarious. I'm definitely friendly. I like to make connections with people. Gregarious is not a word to describe me. Probably not alpha either, but learning about my gifts, I'm extremely confident. Also understanding introversion, I'm very comfortable in the spotlight and I often seek it out. I believe that by understanding your introversion, you can excel in whatever you want to do. 
but not by pretending to be something you're not. When I was young, I loved to pretend. I had a great imagination. You know, I'd imagine I was a superhero or maybe a pirate. And this helped me explore who I was and who I wanted to become. I didn't become a pirate. As an adult and as an introvert, I've also done my fair share of pretending to be something other than who I am. To try to be what I thought others wanted. Maybe trying to live up to this extrovert ideal. And through that process, I've come a long way in understanding myself and embracing my introversion. I've learned how I operate best and what I need. One of my big epiphanies was that those qualities that make me an introvert are with me to stay. And I have some unique gifts because of them. I think I spend more time in my head than not. I usually think before I speak and so on. Does that describe you? Introverts and extroverts each have great gifts and strengths. And there's a wide spectrum of gifts and strengths, even among one group or the other. I have learned who I am and who I am not. I have different needs and abilities than anyone else. I've also learned that I'm most successful and happy when I'm true to myself and not trying to be what I think others want me to be. I am an introvert. I am not a defective extrovert. What I don't like to hear is in order to be successful, sometimes you need to pretend to be an extrovert or act like an extrovert or fake it till you make it. I've heard some say that introverts need to extrovert from time to time. It's as if the perception is that introverts all want to be extroverts. I'm sorry. But extroverts don't hold monopoly on any particular activity. If you're an introvert that participates in public speaking, making conversation, leadership, or many other activities that some may perceive as extrovert activities, that doesn't mean you're pretending to be an extrovert. It means you're using your own strengths and succeeding in your own way. I don't think introverts or extroverts own different activities, but rather each approach and do them differently. Let's take the example of small talk. Sometimes this is an activity identified with extroverts. It's true, introverts tend to avoid small talk, preferring deep and more intimate conversation. Introverts also tend to think before speaking, and sometimes the pace of small talk may be a bit fast for the introvert's liking. I've often avoided small talk. However, as I've come to understand myself, I find myself making more small talk than ever. Does this make me an extrovert? No. I am an introvert making small talk in my way. Let me explain a little bit further. I don't enjoy the small talk for its own sake, but I know that some people do. I enjoy getting to know others better and build relationships. And for me, the relationship is the key. I find myself engaging and being more comfortable as I try to build a relationship with someone. I try to remember things about the person and try and, and think of interesting topics ahead of time. That doesn't always come natural to me. So I do have to make a bit of effort, but I'm getting better at it. It doesn't mean I'm pretending to be an extrovert. It just means I'm improving my relationship building skills. But I'm approaching it in my own introverted way. 
my ability and patience for small talk with those I know or like to know has greatly improved. However, I'm not likely to strike up conversation in the grocery store checkout line just for fun. There are times when I need to make small talk and I've learned to prepare for it and just relax and try my best to enjoy it. There are many other examples of how we engage in activities that some may perceive to be an extroverted activity. I've learned by participating in these activities, I'm not acting like an extrovert, but rather embracing who I am, getting what I want and need, and doing things the way I do them best. So back to Susan Cain, she goes on to celebrate some achievements from famous introverts. But we make a grave mistake to embrace the extrovert ideal as unthinkingly some of our greatest ideas, art, and inventions from the theory of evolution to Van Gogh's sunflowers to the personal computer came from quiet, cerebral people who knew how to tune into their inner world and the treasure to be found there. Without introverts, the world would be devoid of the theory of gravity, the theory of relativity, Yeats' The Second Coming, Chopin's Nocturnes, Proust's In Search of Lost Time, Peter Pan, Orwell's 1984 and Animal Farm, The Cat in the Hat, Charlie Brown, Schindler's List, E.T., and Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Google, Harry Potter. Which of these could you live without? I know I couldn't live without Google. At this point, I can't imagine a world without such great access to information anytime, anywhere. Again, things and ideas, inventions, art, literature brought to you by introverts. So these are examples of, of famous people. But what about in your own life? What gifts, what does your introversion do for you? Maybe it helps you to come up with great ideas in your business, in your home. Maybe it helps you uh, with creativity. Or maybe you're, you're really good at coaching others and helping other people. There's so many different gifts and hopefully you're embracing yours. Have you ever heard of someone say that they used to be an introvert, but now they're an extrovert? They have learned to be more social, and now they are cured of introversion? Or maybe the other way around. They used to be more extroverted and now are more introverted since they like to spend more time alone at this point in life. I'm assuming that being a cured introvert means that they are more outgoing than they used to be. Again, that, that doesn't make them an extrovert, but rather an outgoing introvert. I get tired of the word introversion having a negative connotation that some people don't want to be associated with. After all, introversion doesn't mean shy, timid, fearful, insecure. These terms can apply to either an introvert or extrovert, and either introvert or extrovert can overcome such things as shyness. Introversion is turning to the inner world of ideas more than turning outward. An extroversion is more of a focus on the outside world. Of course, everyone thinks and everyone pays attention to what's going on around them to varying degrees. You just can't measure introversion or extroversion solely on the basis of how outwardly social someone appears. What is happening on the inside? So, if you are as social as you want to be, why does understanding about your introversion even matter? 
If you claim to be an extrovert but truly have introverted preferences, you're not understanding your gifts. In my case, I'm a deep thinker, a dreamer. I get lost in thought. I've always spent more time in my head. And this is not going to change for me. I appreciate who I am and the gifts I have and would not change this if I could. Becoming more social does not change the following introverted traits. I usually spend more time in my inner world of ideas. I think and then speak. I prefer to communicate in writing rather than speaking. I may be drained by social interaction, but energized by deep thought. Introverts deeply value relationships with others, but an introvert's social relationship needs may be different than the needs of an extrovert. As an introvert, I definitely need some time alone to think or time to recharge after certain activities. For me, it's finding the right balance between social interaction and time alone. It's different for every introvert. The key is to figure out what your ideal balance is and work towards that. I can be very social and even outspoken, but at my core, I am and always will be an introvert. And learning to understand myself and embrace my gifts has made me better. As an introvert, you can be as social as you want, but what do you want? You know what's fun and what's not. And just because extroverts have certain social expectations and needs, that doesn't mean as an introvert you will have those same needs or expectations. Keep in mind, an extrovert needs people to recharge. Their social needs are greater. They need social interaction after time spent alone or they may begin to feel very isolated. On the flip side, an introvert can be perfectly comfortable and successful in social settings, but their need for social interaction is, is a bit less. And as mentioned, they may need time alone to recharge after. The key to all this is to understand yourself, your strengths, and what you need. Remember, it's not good or bad to be an introvert or extrovert, but it's important to be aware of what makes you happy. So, do we live in an extroverted world? We do tend to hear from extroverts more. They are talking more. And that might be part of the problem. But let's keep the conversation going on our introverted side for a better world. Not an introverted or extroverted, but a world where many types of strengths and needs are understood, celebrated, and supported. So along those lines, I received a very nice email this week. Here's a part of it. I've been listening to your podcast for the past couple of months. As an introvert, I realized how to embrace the introversion in me through your podcast. I would like to take the opportunity to thank you and how you've changed my life. So thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to further connecting with you. Reach out at david at quietandstrong.com or check out the website quietandstrong.com. I'll add social media channels to the show notes. Please comment on social media posts. Send me topics or guests you would like to see on the show. There's so many great things about being an introvert, so we need those things to be understood. Get to know your introverted strengths and needs and be strong.